the morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Trucker Podcast. I'm your host, Doug Simone, in Ontario, Canada. Current events, local, world news, and trending. Welcome to the show. This is the 26th of September at 9 a.m. Quiet gathering from the University of State Homecoming over this weekend in Ontario, some capacity limits for some indoor and outdoor settings. Thank you for joining us. Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are, Sunday. September the 26th. Looks like it's going to be another really nice day out here across southern Ontario as we're in the final day of the weekend. So I want to start out with um, here in Ontario, Canada. Um, the government, the top health care officials, um, are going to ease restrictions on capacity limits for some indoor and outdoor settings. Now, the chief medical officer, he made this announcement on Friday, say the new rules come into effect on September the 25th, and that was yesterday. Now the capacity limits for uh, indoor settings, um, like event spaces, banquet halls. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. So here in Ontario, uh, the government is gonna um, ease some restrictions on indoor and outdoor um, events. So the uh, capacity limits for indoor settings like event spaces, banquet halls, convention centers, sporting events, concerts, theaters, cinemas, racing venues, and commercial and film, television productions with studio audiences will be increased to 50% or 10,000 people, whichever is less. So depending on the capacity limits of what that place could hold. So if it was 10,000, it would be 5,000. For certain outdoor event venues where patrons stand, capacity limits will increase up to 75% capacity to 15,000 people. For certain outdoor event venues where patrons are seated, capacity limits will be increased up to 75% capacity or 30,000 people. This is in recognition of the fact that the risk of transmission is lower because of the reduced mobility around the venue. In addition, proof of vaccination will now be required in outdoor settings where the normal maximum capacity is 20,000 people or more. Well, we haven't had any really outdoor settings because throughout this fourth wave and over the summertime, we didn't have our, our outdoor concerts this summer. So here we are, you know, nearing the end of September there isn't really going to be any large outdoor venues until next summer. So far as I'm concerned for these outdoor venues and stuff like that, it's irrelevant. For indoor settings like sporting events, the increased capacities for people who are fully vaccinated. For like I say, for the sporting venues, uh, like the Rogers Center, that's where the Toronto Blue Jays play, is up to 30,000 vaccinated fans will now be allowed to attend. 
and at the Scotiabank Arena where the Toronto Maple Leafs play, nearly 10,000 fans will be allowed to attend. So here in the city of London where I reside, our arena downtown holds around 9,100 people. So that will be about 4,500 people will be allowed to go to the Budweiser Gardens downtown here in the city of London um, for sporting events such as hockey. And that, so, you know, over this course of this pandemic, you know, here here in Ontario, um, through the, the, the um, stay-at-home orders, closing all the non-essential businesses, is this the time to increase the capacity? Even though, I mean, the vaccines have been rolling out for a very long time now, and we see what's happening out in uh, Saskatchewan, Alberta, and else like that where cases have increased. So hopefully, you know, they're making the right decisions here. I mean, it is nice to get back to these sporting events. It's nice to get back to these um, other outdoor venues, which when we talk about outdoor, outdoor venues, it's generally concerts. But like I said, none of that's happened this year. So for banquet halls, um, you know, such as weddings um, and things like that, um, you would have to be, have proof of uh, uh, being fully vaccinated for cinemas as well. And that came into effect, you know, just not long ago, but to increase the capacity, um, you know, here in Ontario, out of 16 million in this province, the largest province here in Canada, we're probably at about 80% fully vaccinated here across Canada. We are probably around 77 to 78% fully vaccinated here in Canada. So the increased capacities, now this is only for the province of Ontario. Any other provinces, they're gonna have obviously their own rules. We know what's happening out in, out in uh, Alberta right now, they are in a crisis because over the summertime, they lifted all the restrictions and the vaccination rate was low and now they are overrunning their health care in that province. I hope it doesn't happen here. We've been through this before. I hope that the government and the, and the health care professionals are making the right decisions. But again, I got to stress that this is for fully vaccinated individuals because right now ladies and gentlemen to, to to go to a bar to go to dine in restaurants to go to movie theaters to go to gyms to go to concerts sporting events you must be fully vaccinated and you must have proof and that is the vaccine certificate that you can get from the ontario government or it had already been emailed to you in a pdf form and you can provide that when you go to these venues. Now, over the weekend here, ladies and gentlemen, here in the city of London, um, the University of Western Ontario students, you know, this is their weekend for their so-called fake homecoming parties that they hold. Now, yesterday, you know, it started to, it started to rain around noon. And so, you know, little mother nature, you know, helping out to squash 
these large gatherings. And I'm not talking, when I say large gatherings, when it comes to the university students, we're talking thousands, thousands and thousands. I can't even make these numbers up. The notorious Brothdale Avenue, two years ago, there was somewhere around 20,000 students. Just a ridiculous number. This year, ladies and gentlemen, Mother Nature and the police would squash this Brockdale Ave Street party here in London, Ontario. Now, with the combination of the rain and the heavy police presence, limited the amount of party goers at the University of Western Ontario. Now, Students, you know, they say we came here and it's a little bit intimidating. You know, they've got the police presence and um, a little intimidating, nothing. I mean, you were forewarned uh, before this was going to happen. The Middlesex unit, um, the Middlesex Health unit um, imposed two Section 22s for outdoor gatherings. And that was to limit how many people would be in a household and that would limit to how many people could gather outside. Now, one student here says, what you have to understand is that we've been locked up for a year. It's not what we have to understand is what you have to get. It's what you have to get in your little mind that, yeah, we've been locked up for more than a year, lifting restrictions slowly. So if you want to be self-centered, go right ahead and be self-centered because a statement of saying that we have to understand, no, do you know what the city of London, the citizens of London, who've lived here all our lives like ourselves, like myself, and you're a visitor here going to the universities that we don't need to understand anything. It's that you need to get it. They're not saying you can't have any fun. They're saying to you that you're not going to gather in your large parties of over thousands and thousands of people is what they're telling you. We had the London police force and other police forces around the area to come into the city to make sure that thousands of students did not gather. You know, they go, he goes on to say it's one day a year that we get to have fun. And, have, and then have hundreds of cops out there. And of course, we brought in extra from New York and Hamilton regions. One day, nothing. We're in the middle of the fourth wave. I don't know what part of, the, uh, of this does this student not understand. We're in the middle of the fourth wave. We are trying to get out of this. And we don't need it. You know, like I said the other day, it takes one person. One person to be infected to spread it. And then you want to have thousands and thousands of people, thousands and thousands of students gathering, and it only takes one. To set off a chain reaction of infections. To university students last spring, ladies and gentlemen, with their off-campus partying, not following the rules in their dorms, they put the City of London in the triple numbers of COVID-19 infections last April. Where the university finally had to say to the people and residents that you need to move out, you need to go home, we're done. As though young people think that they're immune to everything, when in fact you're not. 
over the course of this pandemic, more and more young people ended up in the hospital and ended up in the ICU. His, his remarks about that, that we need to understand is ridiculous. I don't need to understand anything. I get it. Now, the police services estimated um, about 2,000 people came out on, on Brockdale Avenue. It's a dead-end street. It's the notorious for huge student parties. Now, as the party goers arrived between 11 a.m. and 12 p.m., officers walked the street, pushing students back onto the sidewalk um, with threats of fines for blocking the roadway. Others were given tickets for open alcohol. Now, you can't have open, open alcohol on the streets, ladies and gentlemen. Never could, ever, could you walk down the street with an open can of beer or a liquor bottle, ever. And then they get upset because they get a $120, $125 fine and the beer or alcohol is poured out. And they know that. Now, police were also checking on residents in this area and entering the backyards. And they were giving warnings. Now, if you had more than 100 people in your backyard or up to 100 people in your backyard, you know, the police, they could have just right then and there, if you had over 100 people, you would be fined $780 each. And the residents that live there would have been facing fines anywhere from five to $10,000. But the police gave them warnings and they cleared out the backyards. Now I had to go out yesterday and I had to go down that area. And yeah, there was a lot of students out there. They were, you know, really for what I seen, uh, mostly uh, behaving themselves. So, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta say thank you, you know, to the students out there that, um, you really did listen and you didn't just say the hell with it. You know, we're going to have this huge party of 20,000 people. And I, and I don't make this number up, ladies and gentlemen, because that number is real. So despite, you know, their little gatherings or, or whatever they were doing, um, the behavior um, from the students was exceptional. Um, they just went on their merry way and they were downtown as well at the local restaurants and the local pubs. And of course, in order to get into those restaurants for indoor, because it was raining, you'd have to show proof of vaccination. Now, you know, the London, the London police, the fire, the emergency, uh, EMS, um, they were all out there and they were keeping a close eye on everyone in attendance. And, you know, the police were taking, taking a fair, but a firm approach in dealing with this. Enforcement is one of the options for trying to work with people to move them along, prevent people from gathering. It's a safety issue having people blocking the street. So we need to keep it open for emergency vehicles. And they ran into this huge problem before where if there was any injuries, emergency vehicles couldn't even get down the street. Now, when I say in, in the past, 
with up with up to twenty thousand people on this dead end street, that is a true number. In the past, the properties have been damaged, people injured. And this year, one landlord who owns multiple properties in the uh, area enlisted uh, some people and friends to help stand guard so their properties weren't damaged. Now, people, you know, they would damage fences. Damaging, damaging the property, you know, is just ridiculous over the years and the mess that they would leave behind. Now, with the Middlesex London Health Unit also um, put in place the two Section 22 class actions, class orders, whereas there would only be 25 people allowed in the household and only 100 people gathering in one place. You see what happens when we, when we, you know, lift restrictions, we ease the restrictions. And we don't want our cases to go any higher than what they are. Here in the population of 16 million people here in Ontario, they've recorded just over 600 cases. You know, this time last year, we are in the thousands. With the vaccines rolling out, people rolling up their uh, rolling up their sleeves, getting the vaccine, our numbers have come down considerably. We are going to stay in a holding pattern of the stage three reopening throughout the fall and the winter and into the spring. And we're also gonna stay uh, with these vaccine certificates showing proof of vaccine for indoor dining, bars, movie theaters, gyms, sporting events, concerts, throughout the fall, winter, and into the spring that you will have to provide proof that you are fully vaccinated. Our restrictions are not going to go away that quickly. Now, You know, by 2 p.m. yesterday, I mean, there was a lot of students out there, of course. I mean, there's a lot of people that go to university and that. So they were like down Richmond Street. It's it's the Richmond Row is where the um, where all the bars and clubs are. Um, generally, I'm like, I, like I said, they, they were um, behaving themselves. You know, which was which was uh, really good to see, you know, they were being respectful. You know, there wasn't any real incidents out there yesterday with the students and the police. You know, minor tickets for $125 for open liquor. You know, and um, the police here, like they're saying that the, the majority of people that they dealt with um, were, very, uh, were, were very respectful to the police which is always good to see because they don't, you know, the nonsense has gone over the years with university students and the parties getting out of hand and um, being disrespectful to the police officers only ends up, you know, with the handcuffs on. The university here also made it very clear to the students that if things get out of hand, 
and they find out that it's you, you could be expelled or an expulsion. You know, the university uh, faculty really needed to step it up this year, you know, for warning the students that their actions will not be tolerated. Like the healthcare officials, the police, the university, they didn't say you, you can't have some fun. They just want you to do it responsibly. And the majority of the students this year, this time out, majority of the students, they were being respectful and they were being responsible. And that's what they needed to do. And that's all we asked. Because the citizens of London who have been here all their lives and students that come from other areas, you're just a visitor here. You respect your neighborhoods, you respect your community. Like I say, you want to go and have a little bit of fun, then you put on the big boy pants and you put on the big girl pants and you do it responsibly. Now, with these increased um, indoor and outdoor venues that the government had, had announced the other day, you know, like I said, if you are going to these sporting events, and, and of course the capacity has been increased, it all comes down to being fully vaccinated. And those are the people who will be able to go um, to these venues, same with the restaurants right now, you know, there is a restaurant, um, well, actually there was a couple of restaurants that, um, um, when the government announced these vaccine, uh, certificates that you must be fully vaccinated to dine in restaurants, um, you know, they get pushed back. Um, from restaurants and that's where you think you wouldn't get any pushbacks from you know where they just said you know what we're not going to um, follow the rules restaurants you know and you would think that would be the other way around because restaurants over the course of this pandemic have suffered quite a bit because being a non-essential business you were shut down when we went into the stay-at-home orders. Now, he had turned around and I guess he came to his senses, the owner, one of the owners of this establishment said that they will start checking customers for proof of vaccination for dine-in service because they were subject to fines as well up to $1,000 for not checking, see if people are fully vaccinated. Now, restaurants and bars, you know, here in the city of London where I reside, I haven't heard one case where a restaurant owner turned around and said, you know, I'm not going to follow the rules. I'm just going to let anybody in. And you think that wouldn't be the case, you know, uh, this one uh, particular one, he sincerely apologizes to everybody and that they now will be checking customers proof of vaccination for dining services. No, I guess, you know, maybe he didn't want to have that confrontation, you know, with some people showing up unvaccinated, you know, wanting to dine in when you know full well, you can't and have a confrontation with staff or the owners, maybe this is what they were trying to avoid. 
And it would be the anti-vaxxers who would be the ones to make a scene. Which that, you know the rules. And like I said before, if you choose not to get vaccinated, that's your business. But for the rest of us moving forward, getting vaccinated, you're the one who chooses not to get vaccinated. You're the one who'd be left out in the cold. Now, I understand people, there are people out there who just can't get vaccinated because of medical reasons. They're not anti-vaxxers. They just can't get vaccinated. I'm talking about anti-vaxxers. I'm just talking about people that are, are, are just you know, ignorant to the fact of, of, of vaccines. You know, they just want to just push back. They want to cause scenes. They want to make trouble. That's who I'm talking about. Now, there are people out there who are afraid of needles. And that's a real thing. They have a phobia of needles. And all I can say to those people is just bring somebody with you to get vaccinated. But for the most case, ladies and gentlemen, there hasn't been any real issues with people showing up at any bars or restaurants or any venues um, making a scene demanding to go inside to to sit and dine in because they're not vaccinated there's you know it's just really very little and you know if, if they're for some of the cases is is that they'll just say well i'm never coming back to this establishment again well neither that establishment or any establishment because you won't be able to get in Causing a scene does you no good. And, you know, the restaurants, it's it's the staff that that has to check to see if you're fully vaccinated with your vaccine certificate, whether it's in paper form or it's um, in a PDF form on your cell phone. And they certainly don't need the the hassle or the headaches. And I said before that it shouldn't be your waiters or waitresses, people, you know, to check that. It should be management. The owners should be on board. The owners of the restaurants and bars should be there and they should be the ones doing the checking of the vaccine. Let your employees do their job. Let them wait on the customers. You as an owner or in top management, you need to be there and you need to be manning the doors. You know, I've heard this many times and when it comes to people talking about um, vaccine passports are unconstitutional by enforcing somebody like the vaccine passport. He says his business is at risk of breaking the law and we could get sued. People may think they're unconstitutional. Think what, think whatever you want. You know, you don't think the government had looked into this. You don't think the government has looked in into the, the law. You don't think the government has not turned around and, and looked to uh, for confirmation of, you know, what boundaries they, they are allowed to stay in. What you don't want to step outside the boundaries. This isn't a long term thing. 
ladies and gentlemen. This is a short-term thing. And people, some people out there are just thinking like, 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 you know, this is like going to be like forever. Right. You just want people to I mean, how, let, let's put it to you this way. I mean, when do you want to get out of this mess? Next year? Want this pandemic to go on for another full year? Two more years? 19 months going on 20 months, I guess, has been long enough. But the more precautions that we take, and the more people roll up their sleeves, the sooner we get out of this. You know, to have a province here in Ontario of 16 million people, and almost 80% are fully vaccinated, because we don't want to be in this pandemic. We want to get out of this pandemic. In the entire country of Canada, there's 77% to 80% fully vaccinated. In the entire country. Whereas you look at the United States, you're about 55%. Yes, fully vaccinated Americans can come to Canada. Fully vaccinated Americans can come to Canada. But there's still hoops that you have to jump through in order to come here. And you have to provide that proof that you're fully vaccinated. And that's through the through the through the uh, through the government um, website where you can find all the information on how you can come to Canada. International travel from other countries around the world, people who are fully vaccinated can come to Canada. Now, as for Canadians, uh, going um, to the United States. I mean, right now, the American land border is still um, closed. Um, they are coming up with new rules for um, anyone who wants to go to the United States from Canada. Um, so in the coming weeks, I guess, um, you'll have to show proof that you're fully vaccinated in order to go to the United States. Well, that's what it is, exactly. I mean, that's what that's what I said. I mean, you either you either want to get vaccinated or you don't want to get vaccinated. That's entirely up to you. No one's twisting your arm. You know, that's up to you if you want if you don't want to get vaccinated. But you think about it, ladies and, and, and gentlemen, you know, in order to move forward, you know, out in, out in Alberta, I mean, they are in a real crisis. Their ICUs, and beds are filling up and it's coming to the point where they're going to have to transport other patients to other provinces
You hear stories from nurses and doctors out there in, in Alberta where patients are blaming the nurses that they got COVID. It's their fault they got COVID. Calling the nurses and doctors killers because somehow it's their fault you got COVID. Now, if I were working in the hospital and somebody said that to me, I'll be wheeling you to your room, you can get dressed and you can get your ass out of my hospital. How is it the nurse's fault you got COVID or the doctor's fault you got COVID? Can't make this stuff up, ladies and gentlemen. This is what's being said to these doctors and nurses in Alberta. I'd be kicking your ass out the hospital. You know, and, and, you know, earlier talking about, you know, increasing um, capacities um, in sporting events, um, outdoor venues, which we haven't had any outdoor venues, you know, for the last 18 months. So that's irrelevant. But for indoor uh, indoor facilities, sporting events, concerts. Um, they're increasing the capacity, but you must be fully vaccinated and you must have that proof. And that's taken place, came into effect, you know, this, this weekend. So for yous out there who want to go to sporting events, you want to go to concerts, get vaccinated. You know, the majority majority of the people are, are, are doing just that. You know, throughout this whole pandemic, you know, Canadians, you know, really pulled together. And we went through this all together. And we're going to get out of this together. The patronos of Canadians have been outstanding to my fellow Canadians. To be as far as we are in most provinces We've done pretty well. It's like the province of Alberta, where the government and the healthcare officials, you know, over the summertime, they, they, they lifted their restrictions too early. And this is why they're now in a crisis. But the majority of the provinces and territories here in Canada are doing much, much better. But of course, we are going to help Alberta. We're going to help transfer patients if need be. We're going to send doctors and nurses if need be, as they did for us when, when here in Ontario, when we are in a crisis. Doctors and nurses came from other provinces, specialized, trained military who can work in ICUs also came here to Ontario. Oh, maybe so, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, real patriot. Um, 
So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, just, you know, just out here, give me an update what is going on here um, across Canada, um, you know, with the vaccine passports, um, easing restrictions, crisis in other provinces. Um, you know, we're holding our own, you know, so um, the fall time, the winter, you know, that's also going to play a factor because more people are, are indoors. But um, I don't think we're going to see um, any real uh, problems um, in the near future um, with these um, vaccine certificates. Um, I think pretty much everybody out there is getting the message. And... Uh, that's important. And like I said, with the university students over this weekend, you know, um, well, no, I, I understand that, that you're not doing that. Uh, we're a patron, uh, you know, I, I, I get it. Um, but, um, just, uh, be vigilant out there. I mean, use common sense. You know, don't put yourself at risk. Knowingly, don't put yourself at risk. You know, don't put your family in, in a position, you know, of potentially um, getting COVID because of your bad behavior. Yes, you can get it. You can get it just by doing what you're supposed to be doing. Just being in the wrong place at the wrong time. But just be careful out there, ladies and gentlemen. Take care of yourselves. You know, take care of your friends. Take care of your loved ones. Protect yourself. Protect your friends and family. Your co-workers. So thank you for joining me this morning. I appreciate you coming out here, taking the time out of your morning to come on to the Truckers Podcast. I thank you for that. Enjoy the rest of your day out there here across uh, Southern Ontario. I guess it's just going to be a beautiful sunny day. Uh, much better than what we've had in the, in the, in the past week of weather-wise. So it looks like we're going to be in the low 70s. So uh, get out there and enjoy the outdoors, um, do it safely, and uh, I will be back again to talk to you, um, hopefully, you know, in the middle of the week, because sometimes, you know, I do come out in the middle of the week if, if something, you know, comes up that is, you know, important, that I think is important to share with you. You know, um, generally, I do my podcasts over the weekends because I do have a very busy schedule throughout the week. Um, but like I say, if I do, um, you know, come out in, in the middle of the week, I'll certainly, you'll see it up there on Podbean. Um, that what time we'll be starting at. So I'd like to try to do some more shows throughout the week um, in the evenings. Um, but just sometimes it's just not possible. Um, you know, I start work at seven o'clock in the morning and sometimes I'm not home till eight o'clock at eight, nine o'clock at night, you know, and I want to have a clear head talking to you and I don't want to feel tired and brain all foggy. You know, it's just hard to concentrate when you start to get tired. So, um, doing a morning show over the weekends and stuff like that, you know, um, wake up, refresh, grab my coffee. You know, I'm in a full mindset, you know, I'm thinking, you know, the wheels are turning. So, but, um, I try, you know, during the week, um, to get one or two, you know, shows out there during the week, but, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, until then, thank you for coming out and joining me this morning. Um, it's always appreciated. It's always good to see you and, um, Take care out there, everybody. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario.
Canada. Take care.